Well, last week, Josh, you um, you really wowed everybody with your uh, with your um, amazing coming out party. Yeah, I I came out of the closet. I talked a little bit more about my church detox, and uh, I opened up a little bit. I let the real Josh start to bleed through. Finally, you did. It was it was really fun, and and I think a lot of people thought it was our best podcast ever. It was our longest podcast ever, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but um, so we'll try not to do that again. But I don't know that I can hold you back, man. You're like and crazy. you never know. Today we have a guest, and yes, uh, we do. I heard she likes to talk, but biblically speaking, she should probably remain silent. Yes, um, we've we've invited uh, a female to join the show um, and uh, kind of hang out for this for this time and see how it goes. You know, one of the fears that we have about inviting a woman on the show is is uh, well, we just want to be biblical here, and um, so w- that's what we're about. So we've asked her to just hang around the room and not say anything, yeah, um, and just keep it biblical. And her her name is uh, Ninja Nun from ninjanun.blogspot.com. Uh, you should go check out her site. Uh, she she's allowed to talk on her site, but on our site we've asked her to be be quiet. Yeah, uh, that's right. But we're just keeping it real, you know. Ex- excuse uh, me, Ninja. No, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> you will speak when spoken to. Yeah. Ooh. Know your place, woman. <laughs> Is that veil covering that face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, welcome, Ninja. Nun. we're glad to have you. Anyway, uh, you yeah. can say a few words now. Go Thanks. ahead. Thanks. Okay. Whatever. That's that's all I gotta say. That was perfect for the whole show. You know, just whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Well, we're no seriously. We we welcome you, and we're glad you're here. And um, no, we've been spending some time kind of uh, chatting back and forth through Gizmo. And I said, hey, Ninja Nun, we need to have a female voice come on the show once in a while. And um, since we don't know any um, <laughs> you don't others, know any females. It's kind of a backhanded compliment. It's kind of like, well, we don't know any others, but maybe you'd like You're to join You're our last us. resort. <laughs> <laughs> there there really aren't a lot of women out there in our little blog uh, circle. Actually, there's a lot of them out there, Steve. What do you mean? You mean out of, there, out a there? A lot of women out there. In the world? Oh, you, you know what he's saying. He's just a dumbass sometimes. Jeez. <laughs> Steve, unfreaking believable. He's just playing dumb. No, he's well, being no, manipulative yeah, with he's you. Because he's trying to be cute because the girl's on. You know, hey, we got a woman. Yay. I'm a cutie <laughs> no, pie. He's I got red hair and I wear glasses. I look like the cute. guy from the movie Rent. Crap, <laughs> 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 <Like>, dude. <laughs> you, you know? Did you really? Did you go see Rent, Josh? I, I've seen it in like uh, the actual musical. I I didn't even know that the movie was out yet. Well, how'd you know I look like the guy from Rent? Dude, previews, bro. Movie previews. Oh. Holy crap! I see it. and I go, crap. That's freaking Steve. He's a gay guy, dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't want to pay rent anymore. <laughs> I'm sick and tired. <laughs> sick and tired of being sick and tired. It's, it's the new Josh, I'm telling you. Oh man, Josh. So I'm already you know, ready to talk about some stupid church people. Can I? Can I proceed? Up. That's wow. that's fine. But but uh, you know, Ninja, we're glad you're here. So we're we're you just interject anytime you want. And uh, uh, well, it, I have been. Oh, okay. So, well, go ahead. Keep keep doing that. You just don't notice, do you? you know I mean, I, I'm just invisible over here. I, I, no, I just Actually, like you are tell, invisible. 
<laughs> I just like to tell women what to do. That's the problem. But anyway, um, uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's it's really just walk three steps behind me. We'll be fine. You can now, tell me what to do. That doesn't mean I'm going <laughs> to obey you. I'm right, under jo- no obligation to obey you. <laughs> okay. Just tell uh, you straight, buddy. I will. You know, what do I do? Hey, right. okay, Josh. So go ahead. Tell us what you got. So I'm at Thanksgiving a uh, uh, couple days ago. Thanksgiving. Hey, I'm eating some turkey. And I started talking with a family member. And family member says, we're supposed to boycott Target this weekend, this Thanksgiving weekend. I'm like, what? And I looked it up. <laughs> we we being who? We the Sagers we, or we? We actually wasn't even the Sagers, but uh, we the Christian population. Okay. All 92% of us as Americans. All okay. right. So here I'll just read I'll just read something I found because I looked it up on the internet. Target boycott urged for Thanksgiving weekend. A traditional values organization is urging consumers to stay away from Target orders on Thanksgiving weekend, a heavy shopping period, as it continues to lead a boycott of the retail retailer. The American Family Association is asking supporters not to shop at Target due to its continuing ban on Salvation Army bell ringers outside its stores and its shunning of the phrase Merry Christmas in store promotions and advertising. So basically, they're all butthurt because can't say Merry Christmas anymore. So they're supposed to say Happy Holidays. Okay. And, okay. and what so there's a so they have a problem with that. Yeah, because With, the argument is is that 92% of Americans are Christians. So we oh, should be okay. able to say Merry Christmas. What do you think? Do you think we should be able to say Merry Christmas? Well, it's another example, they would say, of us taking Christ out of Christmas. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Well, first off, in that article, they said they're going to get rid of those bell ringers. Yeah. And that makes me damn happy because <laughs> I can't stand the freaking bell ringers out front of Target. I think it's very annoying. And it now they got them standing annoying. out in front of Walmart. And uh, the son of a gun got me last week, and I stuffed a couple of bucks in there. I felt guilty. But anyway, I mean, Salvation Army, that's fine. But um, but get rid of the bell ringers. Just let's, anyway, whatever. Yeah. Um, what is their source for this, for them saying that Target can't say Merry Christmas or they're not allowing anyone to say Merry Christmas. Well, I guess they looked into it and Target has said, yeah, we, we're telling them not to say Merry Christmas and say Happy Holidays so that everyone is kind of covered in that blanket. And my big question oh, okay. is, you know... And what's wh- wrong with that? Exactly. Like, I think the Happy Holidays is actually fine because I can see it from their side. You know, you need just mm-hmm. one freaking wacky, stupid church person out there to say, you know, you're taking Christ out of my experience at Target, and gosh darn it, I'm going to sue you for a million dollars. I'll show you, you know, and that's oh. so ridiculous. So I see their their side but, to it. But, but I'm going to take I'm going to take the other side though for a second because wh- isn't it my right as an employee to say whatever I want to people? Like, I can think I, it's, I mean, is it or do you I represent have, the company? But don't I have free speech to say Happy Hanukkah? Or well, Merry see, Christmas, whatever I, I want. I hope to God that we have the right to say whatever we want to say. No, you're. We're, they would be representing the um, company at that time, but I, I don't know. That that's a touchy subject because I mean, if it's your employer, I, I, you kind of have to do what they they ask if you still want to get a paycheck there. But I, I mean, what I, I should know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know how to stay somewhere for a paycheck, and um, <laughs> what I think it. 
needs to happen, you know, instead of uh, boycotting to send a message to the CEO of uh, Target, which, again, my question is, what's the message we're sending? Right. But uh, we need to really try and get free speech for everyone. You know, let's do Happy Hanukkah. Let's say Happy Kwanzaa and Happy Merry Christmas. But let's just separate well, it by the days. Hell, Monday, Merry Christmas. Tuesday, Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Wednesday, Happy Kwanzaa. You know, whichever one. <laughs> I lost my words. That's yeah. okay. That's okay. It's because the that nun ag- wasn't there to freaking save me. Yeah, she's supposed to be there. I, and that's I why we put her here. I read your mind. Hey, well, you better you better, you better learn. It <laughs> 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 oh. just it reminded, what Steve said about don't take Christ out of Christmas reminded me of a freaking billboard that my old church back in Oklahoma had up on their their marquee that said it's Christmas, not Xmas. Don't take Christ out of Christmas. Right. And just how freaking ignorant that is because the X is actually a key in Greek, which was the traditional symbol to mean Christ. Yeah. It was just an abbreviation, and yet they automatically got up in arms because, you know, back in the early 90s, people started writing Xmas and... To abbreviate yeah. Christmas. Right, and they thought it was a way to secularize the society. Right, right, When actually right. It, it had a, you know, deep tradition and early yes. Christianity, so... Well, yes. and us Christians love to complain because we well, we and we love the not, boycott. Yeah, and we love to feel persecuted. Oh yeah, it's it's uh, you know it reminds me the years ago when uh, you know when the Southern Baptist Convention said they were going to boycott uh, Disney World and Disney. Oh yeah, that went over the, well for the gay pride stuff. You know, their um, revenues actually went up in the years <laughs> that. Yeah, and yeah. and it's just I mean we. You know, yeah. It, it served its purpose well. You could tell. Yeah, I mean, we all know Tinkerbell and Disneyland. We understand the gay thing and the relation there. But anyway, the point is that that um, that you know, I, I think as Christians, we do tend to get a little bit, a little bit uh, bent out of shape over things that that don't really matter. As a matter of fact, Happy Holidays, I find quite. Um, I, I enjoy. I'd rather say Happy Holidays uh, because it's a holy day. You know, the whole, right. the whole, the whole uh, season. It covers it all, you know. I, I think I think Hanukkah and all that stuff is very, very spiritual. And uh, we have some Jewish uh, people that my son goes to school with, and they they invite their class over to talk about the Jewish faith and the traditions. And it's kind of neat to learn about different faiths. And and uh, so anyway, whatever. Exactly. I, I just think Christians you know, I would are, feel honored yeah. if a Jewish person told me Happy Hanukkah and, and well, invited they, me yeah. to learn about that holiday. Well, especially they get eight presents too. They get like eight presents in a row. So yeah. crazy nights. I'm dude, I'm doing that this year. I'm turning <laughs> <Yeah>. Jewish. <laughs> hey, you're this just year. trying to be like Jesus day daily, huh? <laughs> Jesus celebrated Hanukkah. Uh, yes. It's in the Bible. Festival well, of the, Now one thing I don't understand about the Jewish people and, and uh, you know, I, I know I'm treading up the nice, but um with the Jewish people we have a we have a Jewish neighbor and, and we the first year we were here, I was like, hey, can I just put the lights up across? We live in a townhome. So I was like, can I just put up the lights across the whole front of the house, you know, her mm-hmm. house, our house? And she was like, no, no, you can't because I'm Jewish. And I'm going, 
okay, and and why can't I put up lights? She's going, because you just can't, because I'm Jewish. And I'm going, but what's wrong with the lights? And she's like, well, we just don't celebrate Christmas. So <laughs> there's, and I'm going, but what is so this why can't this you best? just say it's for celebrating Hanukkah? Right, and isn't it, it's called the Festival, Festival of Lights. Of lights. Yeah, so I was thinking, what's the deal? But I didn't really get into it with her because she kind of looked mad. So I just left it alone. So but, maybe uh, you'd put a big stupid Jewish people too. Stupid. Maybe they should have their own website. Stupidjewishpeople.com. <laughs> yeah. You, you better grab Every that tonight. Every religion has Steve. them. <laughs> I know Ninja has got it. It's already done. She's already yeah, reserving she's already it right bought now. Hosting what? stupidjewishpeople.com. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna have a big. I, I'm not authorized to do that because in the Jewish culture, I even have less of a voice there. So. Oh, exactly. Yeah, women. Oh. They knew how to keep women in their place in that in that <laughs> culture. Man, we need to start reading more. We need to go back to our roots. <laughs> you know, we need like to go Deborah, back to our the roots. judge. You know. That's the whole deal. We started letting women talk in the churches and teach Sunday school classes and. Yeah. Sh- Stupid church was born. No, I'm oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> oh. Now you're treading on thin ice. Yeah. See, I'm so excited we brought a woman on the show because we have somebody else to beat up besides me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. Uh, well, anyway, I'm beginning you know, to like the other intro we did to this. <laughs> oh, the oh. naughty one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the the unedited version, that'll be on the long, that'll be on the extended play DVD. Exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, one of the things special that... special on iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Josh, one of the things that you... Um, that you blogged about this week, we wanted to talk about too, was yeah. this was this concept that's happening to you now as you detox, as you step into this next phase of detox. Um, as you leave the church, you're finding some things out about the people in the church, you know, and the way they're treating you. What, what are you finding out? Well, I think the, the common thread with everyone right now is um, how are they going to get me back? You know, hmm. they're, they're trying to figure out how to fix me, how to get me into their church, because, man, I guarantee you, our church is so different. Oh, no, no, but you haven't gone to our church. Mm. You know, and it, right. the, the big idea is to get me back. You know, I, I'm I'm everyone's agenda right now. <laughs> you mm. know, I, I'm their, um, or they're my secret Santa, and they, they brought me a bunch of WWJD bracelets, you know. <laughs> I just don't know and- it yet. Doesn't that make you feel special? Totally. It's actually pushing me further away from the church. Because my whole thing, <laughs> I mean, bottom line, my thing is that I'm taking at least 12 weeks, three months away from the church. Right. That's the minimum. And I keep telling people, yeah, yeah, I'm probably going to take three months off. Um, but the, the more and more people try and... Um, twist me back into the church. It's like, okay, hey, you're tacking on another week. I'm so gonna... <laughs> how are they doing that? How are they trying to get you back? I don't know. In, in many different ways. I mean, a lot is guilt. <laughs> you know, like, how could you be leaving right. the church? I mean, that that's just not what we do, and it's unbiblical. You're I've forsaking Christ's body. Yeah, it's unbiblical. What are you doing? Of course, then I start wondering, well, what about Christ going into the mountains for 40 days and alone? Away from who do you think you are, Jesus? Totally, freaking <laughs> reincarnate. You know that was forty days of purpose, though. Purpose. <laughs> of purpose, forty days of purpose. Yeah, I'm gonna do uh, twelve weeks of no purpose. <laughs> <laughs> twelve, twelve weeks of Xbox. Yeah, 
Whatever it takes to clear my the mind. The 12 <laughs> days of failure, my true love gave me. <laughs> well, because I'm learning that I have to unlearn a lot of things that um, I've, I've believed within the church and kind of what the church has made me. So I'm just trying to yeah. unlearn some of these things and become just a normal Joe again. Now, how long have you and the Pete been out of the church, Ninjanin? Uh Since about the middle of September. And so, like, what was that for you, stepping away? I mean, was it was it kind of like what Josh is describing? Or uh, what are some things you feel like you had to unlearn, like Josh is saying? Uh, you haven't thought about it. See, you just... I've thought about it. It's just... Well, what we were talking about that one night, Steve, about realizing that so much of what you consider your own goodness and piety or, you know, what you think of yourself as a good Christian... Uh-huh. Is so much related to your church involvement, mm. and when you step away from that, you realize just how empty it was in actually being an effective person in the world. Yeah, like like for example, I mean, uh, you, your church involvement because you guys were leaders in the church, like Josh was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 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 you tied a lot of your 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 spirituality or or whatever to that. Right. Then when you don't have that, so what does that say about you? I mean, exactly. that's kind of, yeah. What yeah, does sh- that say about me? <laughs> if you strip all that away, you know, if you strip away being a youth pastor or a music leader or a children's pastor or whatever, if you stri- or a senior pastor or just a volunteer leader in your church, um, what do you really have of your faith? And so much of us, I think we tie ourselves to that weekly experience. And, um, I mean, that's kind of what I'm hearing you say. I mean, Josh, what do you feel like you're having to unlearn? Oh, definitely. Just, just the routine. Um, like this past Sunday I woke up and I just, I felt weird being home. I felt like I was missing out. I was doing someone, maybe myself, maybe other people like a disjustice for being home. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just felt weird. Not right. And then... You know, as the weeks continue right now, I mean, I'm only two weeks out of church, and um, I'm finding that I really am sick, and <laughs> that I've been really, re- I mean, completely dependent on mm. the church, not in a good way, not in a healthy way, but in a way right. where I was, I was seeking approval. Right. I was seeking um, some type of. Um, Power from them, yeah. power over people, you know, and that's easily done with a title. Mm. You know, yeah. the second you get that title, man, I am so spiritual, you know, which is a crock. And I see that in so many people who just get titles because I, I just recently saw, I've seen at least two, three people who just received titles and to see how much of an asshole they have become. And how out there? No, it's wow. and, and you know I'm not naming names, but it's true. They become so yeah. ridiculous and different, where they're a completely different person. And to that, I, I don't want anything to do with it. And that's why I pull away. Well, Josh, why didn't you? Why didn't you? You know, draw in close and change it because you're an asshole, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh. but seriously, it's like my friends that that it's not like that. What's yeah. the difference? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we're open with each other. We're transparent with each other. But when there's an agenda yeah. involved, you're always going to fall short. 
Yeah. Because it's not it, real. It's freaking fake. There's there's such a, um, you know, and, and, and we're talking a lot about being on staff of a church or, or being yes. in leadership of a church, you know, and and I and we, we go back to this whole ego deal and the, the identity we have. I'm thinking about, though, you know, um, having not been on church staff for a while and then just attending church, that even that and that routine of going to church on a weekend, week out basis, you know, you, you tend to fall into this pattern of, well, that's what we do. Well, why do why you know? And the question I've been asking lately is, why do we do what we do the way we do it? Why, why do why do we do these things? What what is the purpose behind them? Are we just going through the motions? And I think for a lot of us, it is. It's going through the motions, and there's nothing wrong with the motions. You know, Josh and I say this all the time. You know, maybe to each other, maybe not enough on yeah. this site. But there is nothing wrong with going to church. There is nothing wrong. And for the people that are going to church that are listening to this and think we're bashing church attendance, that is the farthest thing from what we're doing. What Josh is doing is trying to find a pure place for himself. You know, I'm trying to find that. Uh, Ninja and I is trying to find that. A place for, for us that that is really a pure sense of worship as opposed to an obligation to attend a place that my identity is so wrapped up, you know, in in this place called church and that I'm not, uh, um, that I'm not really relating to God. I'm relating to an, an organization and, um, yeah. none of us want that. So anyway, um, yeah. Not anyway. that anyone's asked me, but go ahead. I think a lot of what the what church attendance and the church involvement did for me was it wasn't so much an ego thing, but it was, it made me feel like I was doing something for God. Yeah. And when you step back from all that, you realize how much of that was empty and ineffectual, not in the sense that it was not helping other people or not connecting other people to God or whatever, but mm-hmm. just it gives you this false sense that you're making a difference in the world when really you're maybe only continuing that that element of churchianity. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. I think I I think for you you're saying that it became it became a way of and <clears throat> maybe it's just another way of saying what you said and, or repeating it. But you just in doing something for God, you felt like you were being godly? Is that kind of it? And and so now if you're not doing something for God, if you're just being, can you just be and is that kind of where I'm hearing you or or do you feel like Uh, you have to do something to be godly i think it's just the false sense that can happen if you go to church and you're very involved with church thinking that somehow you're more godly Hmm. yeah definitely and that's just a trap you can fall into thinking you're somehow more righteous than your neighbors (laughs) yeah seriously yeah, I mean, no, it's not no. anything that's in the forefront of your mind, but when you step away from all that and you see, I'm just like my neighbors. You know, you take away the church attendance, I'm just like my neighbors. Yeah. And that's a humbling thing, and that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. It that... gives you empathy and a kind of shared fellowship with your neighbors rather than all these church people that now you feel like you don't have much in common with. And that was the that that ninja was the biggest thing for me leaving the church as a church staff person. And what I've said on this site and and uh, been somewhat lambasted for it at times is is that <clears throat> excuse me going 
leaving church is when I really started having a ministry, mm. you know, because I started actually talking to unchurched people. And as a staff member, I basically surrounded myself with a lot of Christians. And then right. what I would do is tell them how to go out and share their faith or whatever, when I had no clue whatsoever what it meant to establish a relationship with an unchurched person. Right. Now, maybe that's not the way it is across the board, but by and large, most of the church type people I know relate, have fellowship with, hang out with, go to the gym with, uh, go to dinner with, whatever, with all Christian people. They don't work with non-Christians. They, you know, they don't do that. And um, I just... I think that's a huge problem. You well, know, because in my it, be, opinion. it becomes safe for them, and you know, yeah. the the fake spirituality and lifestyle that they're living now becomes okay because everyone around them is living it. Yeah. Well, and any time that like the pastor of a church will say, you know, invite your friends, oh, invite yeah. your unsaved friends, it was all about getting them into that system. Mm. Yeah, that particular church so that they can become like us and then they'll really be in like Flynn. We'll really understand each other. Yeah. Well, I was reading and this is perfect because I was reading this week. Uh, there's a there's a little book called it's kind of appropriate. That's a little book because it's called Your God is Too Small by J.B. Phillips. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, one of the things he talks about in the book, and this is a you know, I studied sociology in college and I learned just like a couple of things. But one of the things about sociology of religion that I studied talks about this whole concept um, of where we basically make God like ourselves. So mm-hmm. for us in Southern California, you know, God is uh, got he wears red hair Hawaiian and shirts and wears Hawaiian shirts and, yeah. and uh, shoes with no socks. Um, and he's about 40 something years old, but no, but, but no, we have this concept of, of God and, and uh, he's like us. So that's why we probably want to get people into our church. You know, it's it's kind of like the missionary, you know, going over to be a missionary somewhere. We try to convert them to dress or act like us, you right. know, or whatever. We're converting so, them to our culture more, more even yeah. than oh, yeah. the spiritual yeah. side. Yeah, trying to get our friends into our church is trying to get them into our subculture, into our language. And uh, boy, that's that's crazy. I mean, that's just that's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's just stupid because one of the problems I have with inviting unchurched people to church is why should I invite them to sing songs they don't know to a God they don't know, you know, in, in a place that, you know, in a format that they probably wouldn't attend normally. It's just it just kind of seems odd to me. But, well, you know, what do I know? You know, <laughs> I don't know. It kinda, it's kind of sacrilege to say don't bring your friends to church anymore. But um uh, but anyway. Well, and then so. there's the whole flip side of that of churches trying to become so appealing to the world hmm. that and I don't mean the world like the evil secular, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. world, but just, you know, people who aren't churched that they become so so much like that to make those people feel comfortable that mm-hmm. Why should they go to church? Because it's not any different. I can just go to the mall. I can go to the movies and be entertained. Oh, yeah. They neuter it to the point where, you know, it's going to fit anyone's agenda. But but the question is, is where's that happy medium where you are inclusive and you have your arms wide open to anyone who wants to be involved, but then to the... Uh, other extreme where you're you are so Christ centered that you know it, it is kind of weird. Well, I think that it happens outside of church. Okay. You know, like I said before, we're so bent as as a church or whatever, and getting people into the church 
when okay. we're supposed to be the church out in the world. Hmm. Well, so you're talking about the current system of like the American church. Right. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not paying attention. Really, so. <laughs> hey, Josh, it's just like having me again. She well, doesn't listen to you. I know. It's like I got it's two perfect. people who don't listen. That's I'm just it, nervous. It remind no. It reminds me of being married too. You know, you just yeah. <laughs> you just sit I just around, have you my own look. agenda. I'm just yeah, saying just, what I want to say. Yeah. I'm not paying attention to what you say. Damn agendas. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is when we started doing it over the microphone like this, we actually I actually feel like I listen to Josh more because I can, I kind of have to focus. As okay. Did to anyone else just catch? Ever since we started doing this over the microphone. Hmm. What does that mean? So what, what was saying? it before? I don't know. I, to my knowledge, we've been using microphones this whole time. You know what? You know, <laughs> suck me. I wait, wait, you. wait, suck you? Yes, you jerk. Suck me I sideways. didn't say bad what word. Heck? I said suck. <laughs> now you're, you're, I feel like you're neutering yourselves. Because uh, I'm here. No. You're, no, you know, no, 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 no. I would not have what, said the F word. Ninja, what would you like me to say to be proof that I am not censoring myself? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to tell you what to do. That's my point. She's not our mother. Know your place. Be quiet. Bitch. She's not our She's Oh. Oh. Call me a bitch. Hey. Hey. No. He called me a bitch. I'll take that one, Josh. Come on, dude. Yeah. Get him out of trouble. I'm going to do it. I'm taking I, I, the bullet. Don't stick up for each other, your little just, boys club. I just, I just jumped in front of her and took the bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that that was wonderful. It's like you took a bullet. <laughs> I know. I was like, it was like I was the secret service for Ninja Nun. <laughs> dove in front of her. Uh, See, that's that's the problem though. Is feeling like you have to protect me. Well, I know. But you know, I'm just I'm just like full of chivalry. Did you just say bitch? You know. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> I think he no, said bitch. Like, you know. I'm like fifty cent. He's like bitch. <laughs> bitch, get in my car. Get in my car. <laughs> uh, we were we were talking last night. I said I told Ninja if she came on the show, you know, Josh might call her a bitch. And so we were trying to think of all the things, and you know, I was trying to think of all the things that she could say back to him. Um, Nothing the, the bitch equivalent. The bitch equivalent. So we were talking about what's the bitch equivalent? Is there, there is bitch no equivalent? bitch equivalent. Bitch well, by its very nature is a very feminine, you know, connotation. Oh, okay. Well, there is a word that I I have created. Oh God. I, I, well, if you've yeah. created it, you've got the power in it. See, okay. That's the no, problem. no. But I think it works. So if I was to call you a bitch, which I didn't. Uh, I, I was called Steve a bitch. <laughs> For the record. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I actually created the word using actually two words to make it a little more appropriate for for the men. And it's called yeah. bitch cock. <laughs> you just throw it together, bitch cock. That's all you got to say. Come on, Ninja. Uh, no. I, I can't I can't hear Ninja saying that. No. The I can hear her saying... The problem with the word bitch, especially applied to women... <laughs> Is cool. We're gonna dissect bitch. This is yes, so bitching. Uh, this, this is, is so bitching. Awesome. Okay, see, that's a good use of the word bitchin'. because that means you know it's like awesome. But right. you know, like when Josh calls Steve his bitch, uh-huh. that's a term of subordination that's inherent oh. in the word oh. that has Dude. to do with femininity. Uh, now I don't like it. I kind of liked it for a while. <laughs> now you mean I shouldn't or, like him or calling like me bitch? Or like when someone's being bitchy, it's like a feminine aggressive word. Okay. You know, you can just be gripey. 
Okay. But when it's bitchy, it's got that extra connotation to it. It does, and I love it. You know, it's like it's like saying someone's PMSing. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's fine and for Steve, girls to say Steve that among that themselves. So my best friends are bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So I can use the word because it's okay because they are like yeah. totally awesome bitches. So. Okay, <laughs> you are gay. You sounded like such a valley girl then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve, you just sound like a valley girl. I kind of move in that a little too easy, didn't I? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. I guess we should wrap this up. But, you know, I mean, the, the deal is we, we know, talk we about people. Even, we didn't What's even that? get to the real topic of what we you told no, we me didn't. we were going to talk I know. about. But that's well, okay. We can, no, we can hit it here at Our the agenda end. was mention the subject and then agenda. completely ignore it. Yeah. Our well, agenda. Well, pretty much um bottom line is, you know, I did a ter- I did a Thanksgiving post this last week and and we were just talking about this whole concept of fixing people. You know, and whether it's whether it's us trying to fix um um, whether Josh. people are trying to fix Josh, you know, and or because he's broke, obviously he's broke. He stopped going to church or, or me because, you know, about once a week I get asked to come back to church, come back. And it's like, come back to what? Come back to the nine to 1030 service. What, what do you want me to come back to? I, well, you've broken fellowship. Well, how have I broken fellowship? I'm still here. Damn it. You know, call me on the phone. Exactly. We can have lunch. Exactly. I mean, you, you don't have to go to that. I mean, I'm here, you know, I haven't broken fellowship and and so i just kind of get pissed off at this whole concept of people trying to fix josh or fix me or fix ninja or fix any other person that's out there because the point is we are not broken we 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 are broken in the sense that we've realized that that it's not just an established organized religion that is going to um that is going to shape us or define who we are we're, we're broken before god and saying we want more than that we want we want so much more than what is offered to us. And, and maybe we'll find it within the four walls of a church, but that is not enough. It's what Barna said in his book last week, right, Josh? That, yep. that you know, it's kind of going outside the four walls into another virtual type of church or another experience of church. But it doesn't mean necessarily discarding the whole institutional church. But anyway, so people trying to fix us, trying trying to make us better because we're broke. And, and, you know, that happens in my life right now. And we, we haven't really talked about it. We'll just touch on it real quickly because we don't have time. We'll move on. But the bottom line is, you know, it's not a secret anymore. You know, I'm going through this separation. And my wife and I have been separated for about eight months or so now. And and the deal is that that I posted a very innocuous kind of hey happy Thanksgiving here's some pictures of me and my kids and we had a great you know great day woo okay whatever and then you know it kind of got around to hey you're di- you're, you're divorced or separated yeah I mention it and then some guy comes on and 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 decides he's going to fix me now some guy who and doesn't I'm, even know you doesn't Jack know me ass. personally what's that he's a jackass and that's why I didn't comment because I was gonna just go nuts. Well, you know, and crazy go nuts. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of been the, the reaction from a lot of people. And the bottom line is, I just want to say this for me, you know, whatever you, you say what you want about me. You can you can talk about me, whatever. You just can't presume to fix me, you know, and without knowing facts and, and without knowing Josh and his life and what he's going through yeah. and pulling away from the church. I can't fix him. He may not indeed be broken. He may actually be on the journey to wholeness. I have a friend that hasn't been to church in years that I go to lunch with on a regular basis. For me to presume that he is broke, (laughs) 
you know, broken, and needs to be not broke. Is he? Uh, yeah, well, he, he has actually broke. or is he broken? <laughs> to presume or that both, I need, he could be both. <laughs> but to presume, I need to fix. Is that him? why you go to lunch with him so you can feed him? <laughs> yeah. I buy. I buy. So okay. he is broke. You're no, buy. <laughs> you are I'm coming bi. out of the closet. <laughs> but to presume that, that I, I have something that will fix him in my words or whatever. You know, anyway, it's about loving him. It's about caring for him. It's about being his friend. And um, that's what I want people to be to me throughout yeah. this separation. And, you know, and that's where the healing is going to come in. Yeah. If you can't honestly say that you know someone and you love them because you know them, what right do you have to tell them how they should live their life? Yeah. Well, now other people are going to say this though that and and it was said on my site that that isn't it the friendly thing to do to risk your friendship to say what needs to be said. Now that that was kind of uh, I'm kind of maybe misquoting it. But if you don't but, even have a friendship, you're not risking anything. You're just going on to somebody's blog and preaching at them. Exactly. Mm. Maybe And how that. effective is that going to be? Are you just going to piss someone off? Exactly. They need the effing log out of their eye first. Before, Steve, you said it. No one knows really what we're going through, right? Um, and and vice versa. I don't know what other people are going through. I don't know what right. ninjas going through. That's just because um, you don't know me yet, Josh. You okay. just wait. Okay. You find I, lots I'm, of things to I'm fix ready. me about. But I know what she shares about her life, and I know what you share. Yeah. And and so if but I still, open myself if, up and share. Uh, am I not opening myself up to a little bit of um, people trying to tell me what they think is right for me? Yes, but you know it comes from a place of love. Well, it needs to. Right. Yeah. And the place of love might not necessarily have advice, you know, stapled yeah. to it. Job's friends were considered wise till they opened their mouths. <laughs> they sat down with Job and they just mourned with him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And That's and it. I think I think with with uh you know I think something has been said to Josh in the past and to me in the past about uh, about these type of things, you know, about the way we should live our lives um going forward and and as as it as it goes to, you know, um my wife and I, you know, I I mean I can I can support, you know, when I when when Christy and I separated, I went to my pastor and um and at the time, I sat with him and explained the whole story and what was going on between us. And, and, you know, I wrote him a note the other day and told him that it was the most loving and caring thing anyone's ever done for me uh, because he sat there and just listened. And um, he, he was Christ to me that day. The same thing happened with Josh. Um, the night, the very night that, that things uh, kind of went awry, I, I went to Josh and he sat and he listened to me. And he didn't offer advice. He didn't offer anything but just an ear. And that, to me, was the ministry. That was Jesus at that point. And, and I think when people are going through crisis, or whatever they're going through, we have to listen first. And, um, and then, then once we've done that, uh, if, we've, if we've gained their trust and friendship, then we can, we can offer advice. Um, but anyway, I, I just was kind of pissed off this week at that comment, but... I didn't really say much about it because I I didn't want to come off firing these these bullets of of anger because it really doesn't it, what's it going to benefit anybody <laughs> so uh, but that's another yeah. subject possibly but um, anyway so hey 
All right. That was a downer. Okay. That was a downer. Yeah, on that note. <laughs> on that on that note, I didn't want to piss anybody off. Yeah. Um, but no, hey, I, I think it was a fun show. Thanks for joining us, Ninja Nun. And um, Josh, I, I think you should, you owe us a rant. I think you just should let us go now. Fire it up. Give us something. <laughs> you want me to yeah, rant? on cue. Just come on. Come oh, on wow. Let's see. Now, yeah. okay. now no, I don't. I don't set these <laughs> things up, okay, you little bitch. I don't freaking work Wait, all did week. Did you just for, call me a bitch? No, I called Steve a bitch. Okay. You bitch. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I no, I don't work on these things all week for a, a thirty-minute discussion on a Sunday morning. It's, you know, it's all a show, Josh. I know. So. It's me. Yeah, mm-hmm. freaking guy behind the curtain. Oh, so here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let me. Let me. Kick myself in the nuts first. Okay. No, Josh, let me just, I'll get you going. Josh, why don't you just come back to church, man? I mean, you're falling away. I mean, um, God has so much use for you here in the church. And, and you know, if you really want to change something, you should change it from the inside, brother. And Change it from the just, inside? Where, what, do you, what would you like me to do from the inside, you little bitch cock? No, we just love you, Josh. We want you back with us, man. Why are you breaking fellowship with us, brother? You we love me? Why, you. why didn't you come out and hang with me outside the walls of church? Because we were busy, man, changing the world, brother. Come on, changing the world. Ministry. We can't. We can't actually spend time with you. We have a ministry. Oh, I see. You're too busy giving out freaking free tickets to Narnia, huh? Oh, you little bitch. Oh. Hey, Ninja. Oh. Yeah. Ninja, you're a bitch. Oh. So they got they're doing Narnia at your church, Ninja. Tell us about it. What it is like every know. church in the country doing that or what? I'm out of the loop. I know several churches are doing it. Mine probably is, from what I heard from someone who still goes there, and using it as an outreach event. Now, do we have a problem with them doing it? I don't have a problem with with churches going. Hey, you know, let's let's have a fun night. Let's all go out. You know, kind of a family entertainment night, and go see Narnia because it's going to be a great movie. I'm pumped about it. Right. But when they start using it as an outreach event, when they start latching onto it as the next big ministerial thing, <laughs> yeah, and then, then kind of uh, like with Passion of the Christ or Forty Days of Purpose marketing ploy, you know, how yeah. how many people did that really get into the church? And all I wanted—I don't to do know, was, maybe it was successful for some churches. But. Yeah, I just wanted to take a group to the Jackass movie. <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't fly. I was like, they didn't well, have well, a- the whole point is that people think it's about the movie or the marketing thing or the book, and it's not. It's about the Holy Spirit. So well, what might have worked for some people won't work for others because it's what is the Holy Spirit going to use? Yeah. Well, I, I and, mean, and I does don't... he have to use anything? Does the Holy Spirit need some formula or some marketing plan to work? And then what are we really placing our faith in? It you know I I used the description a couple of weeks ago it's like it's like this it's like me having a party and I kind of invite everybody to my birthday party mm-hmm. 
And then I go, hey, you know what? You guys want to come and bring a friend? That's cool. I'm going to have free food and, and uh, we're going to have music and, and we'll, you know, whatever. We're going to play poker or whatever. It'll be a fun party. Come. Come to the party. We'd love to have you. Well, that's one thing. But for me to have a party and say all the things I just said, but then go, and you know what? I'm going to be giving a free iPod away. Um, invite your friends. you're going to hear a little spiel about Christ, <laughs> too. Well, not even that, but it's just, it's just trying to get a gimmick, a gimmick to yeah. get people to come to my party. Right. You know, and, and which I've had to do on quite There's a number of occasions. There's going to be girls there. Everybody it. come. <laughs> There's oh, you be know how many times I've heard that? When We're going to be playing Twister you. and spin the ball. Oh, no, there's really hot guys going to be there. There'll <laughs> be volleyball. And it's like freaking ridiculous. Oh, man. Really? There's gonna... Yeah. yeah. Well, it's and, like every... Apparently, that youth pastor scoped out the guys first, made sure they were really, really <laughs> oh. Yeah, how there's... can we trust the youth minister's taste in hot girls or guys? Oh, no, guys. I have great taste. <laughs> oh, sorry. And guys. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. We're done with it. That's bad. Wow. What? Yeah. All right. What? What? What just happened? You missed Steve, it. Sorry. <laughs> Steve, Steve, say bye. Okay. Hey, go Let's to stupidchurchpeople.com. Check us out. Go to ninjanun.blogspot.com. Uh, go check out Ninja Nun. She's got a little picture of herself on there. A little, a little oh, yeah. drawing. Yeah, check me out. A little yeah. drawing. <laughs> check, check her out. Oh. Hey, sex sells, baby. Oh. And um, that's uh, not really, how I really look. Okay, but anyway, we're we're glad to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us tonight, Josh. Thank you. you know what? I love you, man. I just want you to know if you were here, I'd give you a big fat wet kiss. Well, I'm coming over. I, I miss love you, you guys not being here. Too, Bye. in a strictly right. platonic way.